Hi there, this is Harry and welcome back to my English lessons. What am I going to talk to you about today? Well, we're going to talk about your feelings and we're going to use some adjectives to express those feelings. So I'm going to give you the adjectives and then I'll go through them one by one, explain them to you and give you a couple of examples. Okay, so the list is going to include heartbroken, trapped, embarrassed, overwhelmed, and I'll come back to that with the pronunciation, baffled, surprised, disgusted, and shocked. So they're all about feelings, your particular feelings. So as I said, we'll take them one by one and I'll give you some examples. Okay, so let's take the, the first adjective, heartbroken. It's a place where we've all been before, heartbroken. Heartbroken because the love of your life has walked out on you. Heartbroken because your pet dog had to be destroyed because it was so old. Okay, so a feeling heartbroken. So this is all about the feelings that you have. So let me give you a couple of examples. Oh, he's really heartbroken. He loved that dog. He's had the dog since he was 10, but it's very old. We had no choice, so he's heartbroken. Or he didn't get the place in university that he was hoping for, so he's heartbroken. He had his heart set on going to Manchester University. Now he has to accept something second best. But like all young people, he'll get over it. So heartbroken. So you can be heartbroken about a person, as I said, the love of your life, boyfriend, girlfriend. Or you can be heartbroken about your pet dog, your cat, or about something that you just didn't achieve, the place in university, as I gave you in the example. Okay, so heartbroken. Okay, the next word is trapped. And this has many different meanings and uses. We can be trapped in a relationship. We can be trapped in a part of our life, like a particular job. You can feel trapped in the way your life is going and you want to break out. Okay, so you need to be rescued by somebody. And of course, you can physically be trapped, somebody trapped underground and they actually have to be rescued so they go potholing or caving or some mad exploit like that and then somebody raises the alarm and everything breaks loose and eventually they get released so trapped has many different ways but when you're feeling trapped for example in a relationship you've been in a relationship for years and years and years but it doesn't seem to be going anywhere but you don't know what to do so you talk to your best friend you say you know I really I feel trapped in this relationship I have to get out it's best for me so you you do something to get away from it painful as it may be but you're trapped and you try to escape you can be trapped in a job, a dead-end job that you've been doing for years and years and you finally give it up. And like me, you take up teaching and they are not trapped any longer. You're free. So, trapped. So, the third word on my list is embarrassed. So, embarrassed can be a feeling and these are all about feelings. We are embarrassed when we do something we shouldn't have done or we don't do something we should have done. We are embarrassed. We go a little bit red in our face when we are embarrassed or we blush and say, oh, really, I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have done it. So we can be embarrassed because of a little faux pas, some little mistake that we have made. We said a word that we shouldn't have said. My wife always tells me not to do that. But we say a word we shouldn't have said. And we go, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I'm a little bit embarrassed. We get embarrassed because we forget somebody's birthday. Yeah, and you ring up your friend and say, oh, I'm really embarrassed. I, I had it written in my diary, but for some reason I forgot all about it. Will you ever forgive me? Okay, so they say, of course, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, 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 it, uh, we don't really mind. Okay, so to be embarrassed, you forget something or someone embarrassed because you did something or didn't do something. Okay, embarrassed. 
Okay, next word is difficult to pronounce, so we'll practice it. Overwhelmed. Okay, so over, that's one part of it. Whelmed. Overwhelmed. Put them together. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. So when you're overwhelmed, it means you're either taken over by something or you uh, lost control of something or you have uh, had so much response to something that you don't know what to do. So it can be positive and it can also be negative. If you're overwhelmed with work, it means you're snowed under. You're up to here with work and you really don't have time to do anything else. And your boss comes to you with another pile of documents and say, oh God, I'm completely overwhelmed. Could you not give them to somebody else, please? Yeah. Or you could be overwhelmed with gratitude. You know, it's your birthday and you get loads of birthday cards that you really weren't expecting. Gifts, presents, phone calls, WhatsApp messages, whatever you get. You go, oh God, I'm completely overwhelmed by people's generosity. I wasn't really expecting this at all. So we can be overwhelmed positively or we can be overwhelmed negatively. Oh God, what am I going to do with all this work? I just don't know. I'm completely overwhelmed. I'm up to my eyes. Okay, so remember the pronunciation over, that's one part, whelmed, yeah, and get d-whelmed, get the d at the end, overwhelmed. Okay, so next on my list is baffled, and again, be careful with the pronunciation, baffled, yeah, baffled. So when you're baffled, you're confused, you're a little bit surprised, but surprised to the point that you just don't understand something. You know, you can be surprised and, oh, really surprised, but baffled. You're scratching your head a little bit, like puzzled and baffled would be similar words. So you, you can't work something out and you, it just has you completely baffled. So you're talking to your wife and say, oh, I don't know how to put this together. You know better. You know all about this Ikea furniture. It completely baffles me. I don't know whether you put it here, put it there, but somebody knows how to do it. You look at the instructions and you can work them out. But if, like me, you're not a DIY specialist, then you can be baffled by simple little projects like that. So, baffled. B-A-F-F-L-E-D. Baffled. Okay, so get the pronunciation. Baffled. Surprised. But surprised to the point you don't know how to work it out. Now, as I just mentioned before, I mentioned the word surprise when I was talking about baffled. So, surprised is a little bit like baffled, but surprised is... Uh, uh, positive. Okay, I'm surprised by people's interest in this property that's on the market. It doesn't look much, but there are lots of people interested. So I'm surprised. I'm surprised that no one turned up for the, the, the party. Yeah, I'm surprised. So surprised is something that uh, catches you out or something that you can't work out for a while until you get some information or facts and then you can work out the reason. Or you can be surprised by the number of people who call you to congratulate you on the new job you've got. You can be surprised by the number of people who call to congratulate you on your retirement. Yeah. Okay. So these are all positive situations. So it's a good feeling to have. So when we talk about surprise, it's usually positive, a positive surprise. If we want to talk about a negative surprise, then we use another word, which are going to come along to later on called shocked. So surprised, more positive. So the other type of surprise, as I said, is to be shocked. So shocked 
can be a little higher uh, than surprise, okay, but usually negative. Uh, so if you're surprised by the uh, phone calls you get congratulating you on your birthday, that's good. If you're shocked that nobody called you, you know, you're, you're surprised in the negative or you're shocked to see the news on the TV or in the newspaper or look it up on the internet that uh, the stock market has fallen by 20%. That could be a big surprise if you're uh, hoping to have good investments, okay? So you're completely shocked. So shocked, a more negative surprise, surprise, more, much more positive. Um, I was shocked when I got the news that my favorite aunt had died because she, she wasn't ill, but I, I got the news from some relative. So that's a, a bad surprise, a bad news, a, a shock. So to be shocked. Okay, and then the final uh, set of these I have is disgusted, okay? So when we are disgusted, it's because it's something we just don't really like. We don't like the taste of it. We don't like the sound of it. We don't like the sight of it, okay? So it's something disgusts us. So for me, cottage cheese, ugh, I don't like the taste of it at all. At all. I'm disgusted when I smell it or I see it or I taste it. I'm disgusted by the news that some uh, young guys broke into some old person's house and beat them up and took whatever money they had. Yeah, that was, you were disgusted by that news. Disgusted by the sight of graffiti on the walls of a nice building that has just been finished. All of these things can be uh, disgusting. You can feel disgusted, okay? So when you feel bad about something, you feel disgusted. Oh, I was really disgusted to read that news. I was shocked and it was terrible, yeah? Disgusted. Okay, so just remember when you're using adjectives that end in ed and ing, they often get confused. Uh, when we're talking about ourselves, and here we're talking about how we feel, and we usually use ed. I am disgusted. I am shocked. I am surprised. I am embarrassed. Okay, so we use the ed to describe how we feel. Okay, if we want to describe a thing, we always use ing. It is disgusting. It is shocking. It is embarrassing. It is surprising. So always when we talk about things, ing, and when we talk about us and our feelings, they are ed. Now, we can talk about people using ing, but be really, really careful because it does change the meaning. So for example, bored and boring. If I say I am bored, it means I've got nothing to do and I wish I had a good book to read or a movie to watch. But if I say I am boring, well, it means nobody wants to be stuck in the corner of a party with me because I'm not so interesting, okay? So be very careful how you use ing when you're referring to people. Always use it when you're referring to things and when you're talking about your own feelings, ed. Of course, there are many, many more adjectives ending in ed, but these are just some that I wanted to, to help you out with in terms of your feelings. So let me give them to you again. Heartbroken, trapped, embarrassed, overwhelmed, baffled, surprised, shocked, and disgusted. And just remember the ed and ing endings on those so thanks for for listening and thanks for watching and don't forget to subscribe to my channel and as always join me again soon